Looking for an assist with your credit card, but you can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call. Get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Radford. All right, it's that time again, power ranking time. And Evan, producer Evan's brand has never been hotter for a lot of reasons. <laughs> uh, but, but most importantly, because his power rankings, I feel like everyone's copying your power rankings now, Evan. I feel like yeah, that's what's going on. Some teams they didn't have on, I had high, and now all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to sneak these guys on out of nowhere. I, <laughs> I am dying to know if you're going to put Jonathan Papelbon's World Series favorites on the list on the top 10. But we we like to keep pushing the envelope with you, Evan, and so that's why we have someone bring on to challenge you a little bit. Liam Skiffington. Uh, Skiff, I'm going to call you. I, I, Skiff rolls off the tongue, man. Like, it just does. It, like I just asked you if you had a nickname, and you said Skiff. I'm just going to call you Skiff from now on, okay? That's perfect, man. I appreciate you guys having me on. Thank you for the opportunity. Oh, come on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Host of the CITB pod. It's a good one. We're all podcasts are one big happy family, and I wouldn't say it was a good one unless it's a good one. Otherwise, I would just say he does this podcast and whatever. But it's a good one. <laughs> uh, I like this. You, you, you dominate you among many things. You guys dominate the agent space. I love that we have agents on. You've, like it's great. It's awesome. Thank so, you. Yeah, it's been a passion of mine since I got into baseball journalism. I'm always talking to agents, um, seeing how just their perspective on the game. It's so different from like you, me, or Evan. Like as writers, people in the media, and even players or executives, just their perspective on everything. How everything goes is cool. Give me your of the of the most recent conversations you've had with agents. Give me your the thing that like if you you thought that should people should be talking about. And there's been a few stuff. So give me the thing that you had said. Okay, everybody, this guy said this. This is you should know this. I'll say the main thing I've learned from all the agents I've talked to over the years is that this, and we've heard this all before. This is a business. These players will a lot of these guys will just drop you like you're not family to a lot of these guys. But it's also 
uh, case by case basis. Some players prefer, prefer that you're like family with them. Some players want a strictly business relationship and it's kind of towing that line and seeing which, um, it's based on the agent too. Like maybe an agent doesn't want to be a player's like shoulder to cry on or something like that. You know what I mean? So I think the, um, it goes both ways. I think that's pretty cool. Well, you know, what's weird is that, and you know, we can do a top 10 list for agents if we want later. We go because we love power rankings, but it's, it's, one of the things that always fascinated me about agents is that you have these agents with all different personalities, you know, whether it's Boris, whether it's, you know, the Levinsons or whether it's, you know, um, whoever it is, um, the Beverly, Beverly Hills guys, like, and they all have different personalities, but it's not like you have a certain group of players with the same personalities all going to a guy. Like for instance, JD drew used to be a Boris guy. And you would never think that that would happen, but it happened. And I give plenty of other examples. And so people say, oh, well, you're this guy. You must have that sort of personality ingrained in you. But that's not how this works. Like, it's, it's to your point, it's a business. Like, it's what is best for me? Do you have my back? Which is a big thing. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, let's do the agent talk later. Let's get to the power rankings. Um, uh, all right. Well, so... I, what I'm going to do is we're going to go through 10 to 1, and we'll go uh, – and Evan, you can do 10, and then Lee or Skiff is going to do 10, and then we'll go 9 and 9 and not 8 and 8, and eight so forth and so on. And I'm dying. I'm dying to find out what the rankings are. Who, was Pap the last one that you had going against you, Evan? Yeah, I think this is the third person, but Pap's the last one because the first one was RDT, the barstool guy. Then Pap, RDT, but you guys, guy. you and RDT were other than the at the very end when he wisely put the Orioles at the very top. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was like two months ago, right? Yeah, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah so and they're Pap still was, hanging up there. So yeah, Pap was a little all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I'm, I'm really – I don't know what to expect with Skip. I don't know. We'll, this, we'll find out here. Okay, anyway, uh, let's get to it. All right, Evan, what do you got, number 10? Yeah, so number 10, I still have the Red Sox. It was between them and the Phillies. I stuck with them at number 10. They're still hot. They're 3-1 and one since the last rankings, 8-2 and two in the last 10. They took two of three from the Cubs, one from the A's. So, um, you know, they're still playing the A's right now. That was only the first game of the series, so they could very well sweep the A's. But I don't know. I think the Red Sox are hot right now. Hard to take them out of the number 10 spot. So I left Well, them why would you take them out of the number? You put them at number 10 last week. Yeah, like, I know. And all they I did know. was win. Like, how do you exactly. take them out? It's- it was just between them and the Phillies, you know? And I got Pap saying the Phillies are going to win it all. And I'm like, yeah, but I want to keep the Red Sox in there because oh, they're so, doing <laughs> So you tipped your hand. The Phillies are on the outside looking in. Yeah. Already. yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Well, Skiff, what do you got? I got Milwaukee. They're seven and three over their last ten. First in the Central. They're on a running a four game win streak. I like that pick uh, as my number ten. Oh, all right, let's go. The, I, I like the fact that the number ten isn't the same. This is we're off to a good start here. Uh, all right, well, um, all right. So Red Sox ten for Evan, number eight for the Brewers. I'm sorry, uh, Brewers. Uh, <laughs> Brewers. Yeah, sorry, Brewers. Number ten for Skip. Yeah, Brewers number ten for Skip. All right, all right. Number nine, Evan. What do you got? 
Yeah, so number nine, it's getting it's getting hard to watch these guys. I hope they turn it around, but it's the Arizona <laughs> D-backs. They're 0-3 since the last ranking, so they've only played one series, but 2-8 and eight in the last 10, got swept by the Blue Jays. It's It's been rough trading lately for the D-backs, and I want to keep them in, but they're one of these teams where I'm like, if they keep losing, I might not be able to say they're one of the top oh, 10 teams anymore. They are, they so, de- they just, like, they so desperately needed the J.D. Martinez trade all over again or something. I mean, they just, yeah. they, just they reek of a team. That they, and they're not going to be shy to make a move. I know because I mentioned like they made the JD Martinez move. I think that was a 2017 deadline. But they they're taking on water. All right, Skip, what do you got? So I got Paps World Series favorites coming in at number oh, nine. Billy, all right, seven and three over their last ten. They're half game back of that second wild card spot. Uh, third in the East. I think they're going to make a push uh, this coming week. All right, so. I love that. I love that. Uh, thank you for the Phillies being back in. Uh, <laughs> Evan has ever. So, Skiff, you have to understand, as, look what shirt he's wearing. That's why he doesn't have the Phillies here. Yeah. <laughs> let's, be, let's be honest, Evan, right? Yeah. Like, you have a you have a bias. You have a bias. Yeah, it's it's a rough time because you know for all of last year we're like the Phillies are the third team in the NLEs. You got the Braves. You got the Mets. And then now it's like we stink. The Phillies are really good. The Braves are like ridiculously good. They could probably be in the next league if there was a league above the MLB. No, the, the weird thing is when we went. So we went like a month and a half of saying why aren't the Mets? The Mets deserve to be in the top ten. The Mets, maybe they were at one point, right? Yeah, they might have been toward the bottom. I'm not sure. The though. Padres, the same thing. And now, like, how silly does that look? All right. <laughs> anyway, number eight. What do you got, Evan? Yeah, so number eight, I have Skiff's number ten, the Milwaukee Brewers, three and O since last ranking, seven and three last ten. They swept the Reds, who I actually bumped out of the rankings because they're really cold too. Oh. And them, the Marlins, and the D-backs all got super cold, so I couldn't leave them in. But it's the Brewers. They're they're kind of the team that everybody's trying to beat in the NL Central, and right now they're staying on top. So. Yeah, it's it's so sad. It's like I wake up every morning and like I see the Reds. Like, what are you doing, Reds? You're America's team. <laughs> I can't, come on. Yeah. All right. All right, Skip. What do you got at eight? Coming in at number eight, guys. I got America's team. What can I say? Oh. I think respect is real. I think, <laughs> I think America's team is going to make a push. I think they're going to at least, I'll say this, this week, I think they gain at least one game on Milwaukee and close that gap a little more. All right. I like that because they, they can't yeah. be this bad. They can't be this. They can't be this bad. And and, and and it's like you know. And we said this. They have to make the postseason. Like everyone screams and yells about Atani and Trout being the postseason. Okay, well that's probably not going to happen. So the next best thing is Ellie Dela Cruz in the postseason. So yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, all right, Evan, number seven, redeem yourself. All right, so number seven, they were not ranked last week. They're another team similar to the Blue Jays that's just been in and out and in and out and in and out, but it's the San Francisco Giants. Uh, three and out since last ranking, six and four in the last ten. They just swept the Pirates. They're, I think, the second best team in the NL West right now because I think they, they are. I mean, I guess the record, the record's kind of similar to the D backs. So I guess they're three if but you they're go red hot. The wins. Yeah, but they're red hot. So they might, they're probably going to get to number two later in the week if the D backs keep going the way they're going. So. I got the Giants in number seven. I mean, the Giants are a team I think everyone sleeps on. And yeah. because I because I think that the way they're built, right? I mean, once you you didn't get Correa, you and you you didn't you lost Radon, and now you're defaulting to guys like, you know, Conforto or 
or whoever Hanniger. else. Hanniger. Yeah. Yes, Hanniger, another example, yes. But uh, but they just do it, you know. So there you go. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess what Skiff's number seven is. And I honestly don't have the list. I'm going to guess. Should I guess? I don't know. Give it a guess. You want, you want me to guess? <laughs> I think this is where you drop your team. No. Oh. <laughs> and so we, uh, we, 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 we haven't divulged where Skiff's from. So uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, then I won't mention it. What's number seven? So number seven, I got Toronto. Third in the East, eight and two over their last 10. I'm curious to see what they do this upcoming deadline to separate themselves from the rest of that division. Well, who was it? Who are they rumored with um, this the other day? I saw Tommy Pham, and I'm like, hey, I wouldn't mind a couple of prospects. Tommy Pham, you want him? You got him. Yeah, Tommy Pham. I get here's news for you. Like this, Tommy Pham will not be on the Mets on August second. Yeah. Um, but no, it was who was it? Oh my goodness, was it? It was. Uh, it oh, was. They, they said they were saying Teoscar Hernandez possibly going back. But, oh no, I didn't no. see that one. No, I, I thought that maybe it was like the Cubs guys. No, I don't, okay. I don't know. No, yeah, I, I forget. Oh, uh, Stroman. Stroman with a reunion. Was it Stroman? There. Okay. Might have been. They're talking about uh, a reunion. All I know is this. Bellinger's like, if I need a position player, I'm getting Bellinger. I just watched him yeah. for three straight days. Like, that guy's good. And um, all right. Well, there you go, man. <laughs> I like how this is shaping out. All right. Number six, Evan. Yeah, so number six, I have the Blue Jays. Um up three from last week. I think I had number nine last week. They're 53 and 41, three and O since last week is eight, two last 10 swept the D backs <laughs> who are down on their luck. So it seems like these teams that sweep these other teams that I had high just seem to get bumped up. So that's kind of the way it's working with the blue Jays. I, they, they look like a good team and the AL. Well, how about this? So how about this? But I mean, the fact that they actually like, they got a decent version of Manoa now, right? Yeah. They like rehabbed him in a matter of what, like two minor week starts. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they are to me. They've always been the most talented team, maybe in the American League. Like to me, I mean, that's although the Rangers now with Chapman, yeah. yeah. So, all right, Skip, what do you got at six? At six, I got the Baltimore Orioles coming in eight and two. I'm curious to see once again what they're going to do at the deadline to separate themselves from the rest of the division. It's going to be tough. Oh man, no risk. Let's get RDT <laughs> yeah. on the line. Holy mackerel. That is the shock of the that is that is not quite to the level of Papelbon putting the Phillies at number five <laughs> when they're under five hundred, but wow, wow. It's like bold, no respect for the Orioles, huh? <laughs> yeah. But listen, they're a fun young team to watch. I just think it, it the deadline will determine a lot. Well, yeah. Skip, so here's the thing. This is what's great about the power rankings, is that it's we you can't uh, some some people just go by the record some people go if they're hot some people go by the standings you got to go with your vibes man you got to yeah. go with your gut and that's exactly what you did i give you a lot of credit there you go who cares who cares what people because i tell you what <laughs> orioles twitter is brutal orioles yeah, twitter is what i hate that's okay <laughs> Yeah, no, I know. I like it. You're leading into it. Orioles Twitter. I've had some run-ins with Orioles Twitter, the which I've like, what? 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 <laughs> it's like it's like when when earlier this year, when uh I just had a, a player for the Red Sox talk about how like how unruly the fans were on the the bullpen. They spit on 
guys and throw beer on guys. I mean, it's not me, it's not me saying it, it was a player saying it. And then then the next day, Richard Blyer goes on record and says it. And the Orioles fans are like, that would never be us. That would never be us. How <laughs> dare you? You don't know what you're talking about. What's your credentials? And said, so, I don't think you understand. I do a podcast uh, that ranks teams <laughs> with, with producer Evan. Uh, all right. Well, I, I like it. All right. Number five, Evan. All right. So number five is the uh, the Texas Rangers. They're up one from last week, 4 0 since the last ranking, six and four in the last 10. They swept the Guardians, already took one. One from the Rays. That's a fun series to watch with the two brothers facing each other. Josh, is it is it them who say low or do they say low? I, I don't know. I, I, but I, him yeah. and his brother Nate and Josh uh, playing each other. That was pretty funny when uh, Josh hit the home run. And Nate was just like shaking his head at first base. But but it's the Texas Rangers. They're a really good team, and they're always going to be in the vicinity unless they have a collapse. But otherwise, but, yeah. So like I said, the winner of the deadline so far, which is you know. It's like, <laughs> Deadline's two weeks away from two weeks from today. And yeah. uh is you give but this is what we talk about. Sometimes it's smart to to jump the market, and that's what Chris Young did with Chapman. And yep. he's he's like he's A, he's been good, and B, they've won games. There you go. So yeah, not bad. All right. All right, Skip, what do you get at five? This isn't gonna be too too different. Mine's also the Texas Rangers at number five, six and four over their last ten. Uh, four game winning streak first in the West. I just think that I think they have that West locked up. To be honest with you, oh really? You don't think the Astros would make a run? I, the, 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 the Astros are in on like everybody. Like the Astros, yeah, that's I who I see that like the rumors. <laughs> the who the, they were like, yeah, they're in on the Cubs guys. They they really Ballinger, want a, they were yeah a lefty hitter outfielder or something. Which I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, their outfield's kind of weird. So yeah. I don't know. Ooh, all right, so you so you're believe you so, so run away, skip with the Rangers, huh? In the West, I'm not saying run away. Like don't <laughs> don't put words in my mouth, Rob. I'm not saying they're going to win the division by ten games. I'm saying I just don't think the Astros are going to knock them off. You, they can't be beat. They're going undefeated. That's all I heard. <laughs> yeah. um, there, so there you go. Uh, but they they'll definitely make another move. I think they'll get another reliever. Um, yeah, so we'll see. All right, all right, Evan. The fact that. <laughs> Skip, are you going to drop this team somewhere in here? <laughs> You're not. Oh, they're on the outside looking in. Wow. Yeah, they are. Oh, okay. Well, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, number, 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 number four. Number four. What do you got, Evan? Yeah. So my top four is basically the same from last week. It's the uh, the L.A. Dodgers, three and one since last range, eight and two in the last ten. Took one from the the lowly Orioles, and then they took two from the Mets. Who, I mean, it's just beating a dead horse at this point. If you get the Mets, like the White Sox might sweep us. I don't know. I really, I got no hope going into this, but you know, it's whatever. But anyway, the Dodgers it's, it's are really good. And uh, <laughs> the Dodgers are really good. And Chris Taylor just had the uh, the home run call of the day. A super he did. Yesterday. And, um, yeah. So we should. Good. I, I am not going to put this on your plate, but it's probably something I should have done. We should have, like, tracked who had the most home run calls of the day. Like, because yeah. I, ran, I ran into, um, oh, my goodness. I'm drawing a blank of the name. Seattle. Um, oh, uh, wait. Which guy? Uh, John Shelby? The Cubs guy? No, no, Seattle. Oh, Seattle. Uh, Dave Sims? Dave Sims. I yeah. ran into him, and he was just like, he was, he was he, he's such a good guy. And he was talking about the Eck interview we did. And and um, and I said, well, listen, we have home run call a day, and you're on it a lot. 
and say so we should we should have like the the tally the tracker because yeah. joe davis was today and he's been a few times i think yeah him and um uh, john sadek yeah oh uh, yeah so john sadek has committed to come on the podcast oh awesome um, uh, I believe next week. So that's great. I'm super happy. Hopefully his Reds win a game before that. All <laughs> right. All right, Skiff, what do you got? Uh, coming in at number four, guys, I got the Tampa Bay Rays. Three and seven over their last ten. I don't love that. They're still first in the East, but I think they might be slowing down a bit. All right. All right. I should make make note of this. Is that I do feel like – so I was on the Atlanta, Atlanta station the other day, and they asked me besides – because the Braves – you know, okay. I mean, maybe, the way Skiff, the way you're going, who knows what, who you're going to put it number one? But, <laughs> but, but, but uh, the Braves are like number one team, right? So they said, who, yeah. besides the Braves, I said the Dodge. I said the Dodgers. I mean, you could see this coming. They're like, yeah. here they go, and you know they're going to get somebody anyway. Uh, so the Rays, the Rays. Hmm, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, do, you guys see the, the, do you guys see the Pete Fairbanks thing about how I'm doing better than the guy who told me he wouldn't lose sleep if I drank some bleach? Do you see that clip? No. no. Uh, so. uh, yeah, yeah. Jesus. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but the Rays – so let me ask you guys this. By the time we, we come around to next Tuesday, are the Rays in first place? Because they're a game up on the Orioles right now. No. No, yeah. no. Oh, I'd probably really? also say no because it's getting tricky with them because they, they were like so far and away had the best record, and then now it's like, oh, the Braves are the best record, but the Rays still have it in the AO, and then now the Orioles might have it in the AL, so they're just slowly – They are, yeah. Off. And then people should know, like, they obviously were awesome at home, but they played they, they played so many home games in the first half, I feel like, especially the first couple of months. All right, where were we? That was number four. Number three, Evan, what do you got? Number three, I have the Rays. I've had them at number three, I feel like, for the most part, except when I had them at number one. But um, two and two since last ranking, three and seven in the last ten. They took two or three from the Royals, which isn't really saying much, and lost one of the Rangers. The craziest rumor I've heard about the deadline is that they say the Royals are, like, possibly going to trade Salvador Perez, which I'm like – and some teams, they're saying, like, some teams aren't that interested. I'm like, dude, if if I can get it. We haven't even get talked about Otani. Well, maybe, let's say for Otani at the at the very end of this, okay? I want to yeah. get your thoughts, you guys' thoughts on Otani. Um, okay, Skip, what do you got? Coming in number three, guys. I got the San Francisco Giants, six and four, last ten, second in the West. Only two games back. I think uh, again, another team. I think uh, deadline an acquisition at the deadline can make a big difference for them. This is the ultimate gut power rankings. <laughs> it's pretty I, pretty cool. I, okay. Yeah, I, I love I love the fact that like this is this is basically like the Dave Dombrowski versus High Bloom Power Power Rankings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know it's like I'm I'm so like stuck in a stuck in my no. Ways. You have your format like Evan. Yeah. You've done this then, like how many times now? Like fifteen times or whatever it is. You have a, your formula. You can you you're go. very confident, and you, that's how you should do it. Like Skiff is like okay, you know what? I'm going with my gut. The Giants, the Giants, just, just for people, just to, to remind them that Evan had the Giants, Skiff's number three team, Evan had it number seven. So yep. there you go. Uh, all right. Now, okay, now I know what Evan's number two are going to be. But, Evan, tell me your two because I have no idea what Skiff's going to be. Yeah, so my number two is the Orioles. I forget what Skiff had him at. What did he, like seven or eight, right, or something, or six? Yeah, what do you- yeah I think I had him at six. 
Six. Six. Okay. Um, three and one since the last rankings, eight and two in the last 10. They just swept the Marlins, who they're kind of falling off, unfortunately. I don't know. They might fall behind the Phillies soon, but, um, and then lost one of the Dodgers, who, who hasn't lost to the Dodgers, but, but it's the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, they got a really good team and they got a ton of prospects. So if they want to be active at the deadline, they have plenty of guys that, on most organizations would be the future, but in their farm system would just be an expendable guy like Joey Ortiz or Connor Norby. So they definitely got a bright future in Baltimore. Our guy Grayson Rodriguez got called up. He pitched okay, right? I mean, I think they yeah. lost, but he pitched okay. So yeah. there you go. All right. I have no idea. I mean, I think you could potentially be picking the uh, the White Sox here at number two. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's going- All right, what do you got? Number two, guys, I got the Dodgers, eight and two, All right. and first in the West. I, I feel like that's a pretty normal pick. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I like that. Like, I that is, again, I think that that epitomizes the – they might not have the best record. Uh, or do they – they don't have the same record. They were. Where are they compared to the Orioles in record? The, the They're 54 and 39. The Orioles are 57 and 36. So, they have so a, a couple, couple games yeah, up on them. But, but like I said, the Dodgers just feel like a team, like, Okay, here we go. And it's you know what's sad, man? Like that a lot of these teams that we're mentioning that are on the outskirts are falling. The Reds, the Diamondbacks, the Marlins, like the Pirates used to be in this list. I mean, yeah. I have a I have a whole I have a stack of pirate covered colored uh baseballs and boring t-shirts <laughs> in my like, like ready ready for their playoff run, ready to ship out the Rich Hill. <laughs> and and number one, they're not going to be in the playoffs. Number two, Rich Hill's going to be on a different team in about two weeks. Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, so sad. And uh, it's sad because those are the those are like the best stories, you know, like oh. the Marlins, the D backs. Those are like the best stories of like people uh, teams that people like really were sleeping on, and they just turned it on, and now it's falling. Yeah, apart. it's yeah. I don't it's like it's yes, it's it's it is, it is sad. All right. We, well, I, I suspect that uh, unless Skip comes in with the Red Sox in their <laughs> <laughs> the Red Sox outside looking in, Skip. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. I mean, it's not too far off from Evans. He had him at number 10. Number 10. What do you yeah. have him? What, what would you have? What would what, what teams were like you basically? Because, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, you both have the Braves and everything. <laughs> um, so, yeah. but, yeah. but what team, what team, Skip, what did you have like? that you were going back and forth on the Red Sox were one of those teams I was going back and forth on. Um, I, I really wanted them in at number 10 above Milwaukee, but my first time on the show, guys, I had to come in and make a little bit of noise. You did. (laughs) I like it. You get stressed stuff up. Uh, All right. So Evan, tell us, tell us, tell us why you picked the Braves at number one. Uh, I mean, First off, they're the bane of my they're the bane of my existence. They're good. They they probably will not ever not be good at this point. I mean, Alex Antopoulos has a strategy that is mind blowing. I think he like uh, like everybody says. I think he takes these guys to an island, and says, "Hey, you're going to take this very low contract. You're going to donate five percent of it to the Braves Foundation, and you're going to be happy here. All right, <laughs> that's all you're going to do, and you're not going to have any chance to negotiate. It's wild, but of course, they're six and four in the last ten. They just took one from the the White Sox, um, but yeah, they're on a roll. So you know what I saw? I saw that like they were the first team that I saw. Oh yeah, by the way, the Braves just signed their first six picks in the draft. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a small thing, but I'm like, of course they did. <laughs> of course. 
And they signed Hurston Waldrop, their first pick, who was expected to get overslot, which it's kind of just draft jargon, but he got underslot at the 20th pick when he was expected to possibly go top 10. So it's like crazy what they're doing. I don't even yeah. understand it yeah. anymore. He seduces them with a ketchup flavored potato chips. <laughs> um, all right, Skiff, why the Braves? What do you like about them? I like that from the start of this season up and through now, up and up until now, they've just been the best team, like best overall team. They're a deep team. They have everything, pitching, hitting, defense, uh, stealing bags, everything. They're a complete team. I think they're one of the only actually complete teams. I actually don't think they really need to do much at the deadline uh, that would improve them. You know, Chris Martin reminded me this uh, was the 2019. Was that the year? No, 2021, a couple of years ago. Yeah. 21, yeah. were they what? Were they under 500? I think they were, yeah, because they, they did kind of turn it on and then they ended up winning the World Series that Well, year. I mean, they, but they, they make all these under. moves. They made they made like yeah, a crap load of Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, and even like uh, Rich, we mentioned this the other day that Richard Rodriguez, the reliever from the Pirates, which <laughs> sucked. Yeah. You know, so yeah, um, yeah. so it's, uh, it, it's, it is kind of crazy. Like that's what you have to remember is that it, you have all these teams, you have these teams, these juggernaut teams. But we saw the Phillies last year. We saw the Braves. Just get in, man. Just get in. Yep. Just yep. get in. Um, all right. The last thing is, I'm going to ask you guys what you think is going to happen to Shohei Atani today. We did the Atani podcast with Jeff Fletcher, author of Showtime. Um, and ever you listen to the podcast. Were you yep. surprised how optimistic he was about Otani staying with the Angels? Yeah, that was that was kind of weird to me. I mean, I liked, I was interested in the points he made, but at the same time, like some of the points he made, he was like, "Well, yeah," but he like pitches every sixth day and he takes up your DH spot. I'm like, I don't know if anybody else, like, if he was on the Mets, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, why is it Vogelback <laughs> DH instead of Otani today? What are we doing here?" But. uh but then at the same time, I mean, I guess the six man rotation would be tricky, but at the same time, well, I think, I think it's more of just familiar. I think there's overall familiarity, is familiarity. Yeah. And so it's, and you know, he, he, I reading between the lines, he feels, I think he feels like the angels are, have made an offer, are making an offer, have a sense of what, you know, what the price range is going to land at, that they do have a chance of signing, but we'll see. I mean, as, as he admits, you know, Otani doesn't say hardly anything, so it's yeah, really hard to tell. Yeah. Um, so, Evan, before I get to Skiff, yes or no? Otani traded or no? Uh, I think it would be smart for the Angels to trade him, so I'd say yes. Okay. All right. Skiff, what do you think? I don't think he's going anywhere, man. I don't think you can have Mike Trout and Otani on the same team and not at least at, the Angels need to make. Um, a competitive offer to Otani at the very least um, before this deadline, whether that gets leaked, that offer gets leaked and we know about it or not. That's well, like, we, you know, we mentioned the Soto thing, right. From a couple of years ago, you mm-hmm. know, so that's what the nationals did. They said, right. said, Hey, Hey, we offered him $440 million. He said, no. And now we're going to trade him. That's a great point. Like, is a do they make the do they give him like what we feel like is close to the best offer? And B, is it leaked? Like that's you know, so uh so yeah. Well, so you you, you don't think he's gonna get dealt. No, I don't. I think that at yeah, I don't I don't see them dealing him. I mean, here's and, here's the thing. Return, there's no return that's going to entice them enough for it, to trade him. 
it sucks that you like everyone's like, oh, you can't judge. You don't get caught up in single games or single series. But that's this reality of this time of season. You have to. The Angels are five, five and a half back right now. And so this is going to define if they're if they win or lose for the next two weeks, that will define what they should do with Shohei Itani in large large because if they're I would say if they're under five, then fine. Like go for it. Fine. Super. But if if they're not, then you better have made figured out exactly if he's gonna sign or not. So there you go. And I think with winning being the only thing on his mind, and everybody's gonna give him like a ridiculous offer that none of us can even wrap our head around. So I feel like if he's really like winning, no matter what, I don't really care about money, even though he's going to get money regardless. And they just keep losing, even with all those guys, it's kind of tricky to convince them that way. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought that Jeff was more up. Well, he was like more optimistic about the state of the angels and a lot, but he, he watches them every day. He, he would know. So there you go. Sure. All right, Skip, do you feel good about your first power rankings? Do you feel good about it? I feel great about it. I can't wait to see what everyone else has to say about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best part. That's that's the absolute best part, especially with the Orioles. What do you have? The Orioles at six? Uh, Yeah, yep. Oh, I love it. Evan, let's highlight that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, excellent job. Excellent work. Thank you. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of The Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field and then I, uh, I look over at my dad and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.